Now we're live. Welcome to another episode of In Transit Podcast. This is the first live showing on uh, YouTube. This is going to be the first episode that's recorded in a series of different episodes that we'll have. Uh, Again, the podcast is about logistics. It's about freight. It's about business. It's about life. So every episode is going to be different. Every episode is going to really be all over the place like I've already talked about before uh, we even began this process. So everything's kind of just going to flow naturally. There's not going to be in the beginning any kind of uh, editing or cuts or or uh, censorship. Of course, we, uh, we've we done our due diligence to make sure that uh, on YouTube it's only reaching a certain audience, um, you know, logistics, business, trucking, transportation, freight brokers, and... Uh, third-party logistics companies, freight forwarders, and things like that. So that way we don't uh, we don't target the people that are not interested in this kind of business. So for today's episode, uh, we're actually going to be talking to my, uh, my dad and uh, professional trucking driver, uh, truck driver. So his name is uh, Fikret Nadarevic. And uh, for all of you that uh, are always asking me um, in the different events on LinkedIn, different live shows, how to say my name, it's uh, Nurfad, so Nurfad Nadarevic. That's the real pronunciation of, of the name. Uh, people are always anglicizing it and changing it. So now you, now you know up front how to, uh, how to say the name. So without uh, further questions, uh, we're going to start. So, Dad, welcome to the show. Hi. And uh, I guess my first question would be, why, when did you get into trucking? Well, it's, I think it was uh, 2009. 2009. And uh, why, why, why did you get into trucking? What, what was... Uh, what was so fascinating or interesting about it that made you want to give it a try and see if it is something that, that you would want to do? Well, as you know, before we, we moved to Windsor area, uh, actually Windsor City, uh, from Albert, you know that I was in, uh, in a dealership working as a... Uh, so many different positions including sales and then when we moved here everything was 2007 was everything was upside down was coming that big recession so i decided even though i said earlier that i would never be a truck driver (laughs) uh, knowing my one of my friends who were who were in that business so uh so i lied to myself I got, uh, I sent to you and my wife, your mother, to Bosnia. And in the meantime, while you were in Bosnia, I got my CDL. And then when you came back, <clears throat> I already got the job at the mushroom farm as a delivering mushrooms in uh, Toronto area and uh, Detroit area. So, uh, uh, actually, it's in most of Ontario and uh, Michigan. And then um, I I decided to drive a big rig. Uh, so I went to SRJ. It was compa- company was SRJ. I went there to apply for a job, and they got they got me in in, in twenty five minutes. They got me key, they got me a truck, they got everything for me, and they said, go to Taylor, Michigan, pick up trailer. <laughs> I didn't even know where the Taylor, and I didn't even know how to hook up the trailer. <laughs> so anyways, I, I, start, I next day I was, uh, the same day I was loaded, and next day I was in Oshawa with load. And that, that's how I started, you know, like, I'm not gonna now be talking about for an hour how I like how I started from minute to minute. But anyway, that was my start, and then uh, I was uh, driving for CR SRJ, and then uh, SRJ went 
I don't know what happened. Anyways, it was uh, was was good company to me. So I don't know for anybody else. Uh, it was good to me. And then I started after that driving for. Uh, forgot that name. A TVM. Was driving for six months. There was no money. Just was empty talks. There was no money there. And then I was for uh, driving for a few months for the solution. But that was that guy. Uh, Transit Logistics TLS. TLS, yes. Yeah. Uh, it was good, it was good. There was the owner, he was honest, was good guy. And he's, I think he's still good guy. And, but there was no, there was certain areas that I, I would like to go to drive and I couldn't get that for working, him. Working for someone else. Well, it, it's like, I would I would even agree to work for him. Uh, there was a different people was involved in uh, in the making decisions for me. So I didn't like that. So I, I quit that and then I opened my own, uh, my own company. And uh, as you know, I started it was really, really hard when I started. Yeah, from, from scratch. From, from the scratch. From ground was, up. It was like, uh, was working only with T.H. Robinson and working for them. You know how that goes, <laughs> how far you can <laughs> kick the ball. Uh, uh, and then I met the guy. It was out of, he came out of blue and then everything started going from 2000 I believe 2012 it was 2012 uh, when everything started for me like going I went to the, on top to the, of the roof so quickly yeah but my own truck my own trailer uh, but another trailer and then uh, it was like uh I never thought, and everybody knows whoever is in who, who, whoever is in trucking business, you know that uh, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, end of 17, even beginning of 18 was good year. <clears throat> For us, it was uh, it was good, especially in the expedited world. There was uh, there was a lot to choose from. It was pick and choose. It was uh, you know. Uh, yeah, well, I had wallet is open scenario. <laughs> yeah, well, I had you. You were uh, dispatching that time at yeah. uh, Landstar. Yeah, and then uh, we did lots of for GM and uh, with Ryder. That was like uh, I was uh, named what two? I got two stars from Landstar. As a yeah, best, two, uh, two five-star awards from Landstar for as a best driver, best, best service, best carrier. You know, uh, well, I was, I was working. That was business uh, compared to now. Like it's, uh, it, it was that was that was called business. Uh, but uh, even though it was good for me, I knew it's not gonna last forever. It's because uh, it cannot. Uh, we have to be honest. Let's say like a company driver making $10,000 a month. That's not normal. You know, we have to be uh, fair. Uh, I'm a, I'm the owner operator. So for me to make $300,000 with a truck, it's not normal. Yeah, it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't a normal normal time, but it was it was well positioned. Yeah, but good relationships, trust, honesty, everything well, fell into place. Everything was uh, it was lots of up to me and up to you, and we did it. So uh, uh, at that time, even now, we are uh, in excellent uh, service. 
we we are still when somebody punch in our MC number that comes we our company comes first uh, as a service uh, so number one and uh, our prices lot of lot of uh, lot of uh, brokers said to me you are uh, you are a little bit too expensive yeah. your service is too expensive but then after a few loads they said you are priceless you're not expensive at all you're you're priceless so that's uh, that's when you hear that then then you know that there's a lot of companies around the, in this business especially in this business they want quality yeah quality on time service on time for, pickup delivery everything's got to be ideal there's no uh, you know, you know, you can show up a half hour late on an expedited automotive run. There's none of that. You cannot show up to Chrysler and think that everything's going to be fine and dandy if you're an hour late. It doesn't work that way. It's just no. not that type of world. The expediting world is a different ball game. It's you not... know, when I and I used to have a pickup in like a hundred or two hundred miles, has to I have to empty that head. Yeah. I don't wait morning to go. For pickup, I go at night and sleep there. Yeah, make my restart fresh on hours. Yeah, so I never, never stayed behind my time. I ever always was ahead, and that's what made me a uh, good carrier. I'm not gonna say I'm the best, but in some, sometimes I think I'm the best, but I I know I cannot be the best because there's a lot of lot of there's there's out there a lot of people who is who's really good and uh there's some drivers that they don't care maybe they have reason to to be like that they work for somebody else but if you're on your own bus and you're your own operator you're not gonna you're not gonna and you have to answer every call you know if you don't answer every call uh when they when nobody called you later, you there's no there's no business. It's why, that simple. You can it's, say hello to empty phone, but yeah. nobody's calling you. Yeah, nobody picks up a, a nobody calls someone that's not gonna pick up, and that's something that anyone that's planning to open up their own trucking company or freight brokerage, you you must be available. It, it's it's gotta be. You have to have that 24 hour service availability because um you know regardless of the commodities that you move and what vertical of business you're in you always have to keep in mind the customer and their needs so you know if they need you at 2 a.m you know if you're not there well they're reaching out to someone else and that they might as well just take all their business altogether somewhere else so keeping a fine balance is probably key in this business and honesty honesty and uh balance is uh, number like you have to you have to have balance and uh answer every call and be honest if you cannot if you can't cover that uh, that, that you you know apologize i'm uh, loaded i'm uh, covered you know what we used to do we suggest our friends yeah. to brokers you know like okay i have a friend he's gonna take this load I'm just gonna keep the customers so customer know I'm I'm honest. I'm not yeah. afraid that my friend gonna get business. Of course, he, I can't take whole world. So my friend get uh, make money. Yeah, got some business. Uh, my broker will call me again. Yeah, because uh, he can rely on me. You know, if I cannot cover, can't cover the load. The, the, somebody else will cover, and that you know, you know how many situation we had like that, and and and, and we call our friends, and then. They cover that's that. that's how you gotta be i mean it's it's gotta be a collaborative effort it, it can't just be you can't take every load in the world and um you know every load in your region um so make sure you build your relationships with the right companies surrounding you as well so that way if you ever get into a hole or you you get into a situation where you just want to service your customer but you simply don't have the capacity build that trust that integrity and just like the olden days where, you know, a man's word is through the handshake. So you look each other in the eyes and, and you make a, you know, confirmation with the eyes. There's no, 
there's no paper that's needed between the two of you to make sure someone doesn't steal someone's customer. And that's, I mean, that's, that's, we've practiced that from day one. We've tried our best on our end to hold up every single bargain, you know, whether we're the ones that are hauling the freight or saying, Hey, we can't do it, but why don't you give these guys a call? These guys for sure will be able to do it because they have the capacity in this moment in time. So that, and, that would be uh, my, and, uh, I should mention the our, our name of our company. It's a Corana Express, K-O-R-A-N-A Express. Uh, so if you're looking for good carrier, you always give us a call at, uh, you'll say, you'll tell them the, 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 the contact numbers, uh, email and stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if you need anything, it's a Corana Express. We say Corana Express. Now, where does, uh, where does the name come from? Why, why Corana? Well, you know, I grew up on that uh, river. It's a river. Originally, I'm from Bosnia and Herzegovina. And uh, Korana River, it's uh, full, full it's around, runs next to, right behind my house where I grew up. So I used to wake up in the morning and uh, wash my face in, 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 in the river. So uh, that river is in my heart. So I named that name my company Corona Express. That uh, so every every uh, river runs to the sea. Yes. <laughs> but Corona runs to you. Yes. Yes. It's in the heart. It's part of you. So. That's the that's kind of the little mini history behind the name and why why it's named Kurana. Um, you know, we get a lot of disassociations or misassociations when we're trying to cross the border. You know, they they ask, you know, you know, Corona. You know, well, you guys, are you guys related to Corona. <laughs> you know, why you guys name your company Corona? Or they ask uh, uh, something like, Yeah, are you are you guys uh, in any way affiliated with Korea? And uh, <laughs> it's it's nowhere nowhere near Korea, but. In any case, that's that's definitely how. So, uh, I guess another question I would have for you is, as a truck driver, um, I guess as a professional truck driver, not just from the beginning, but even now, what would be the hardest part about the job when you're behind the wheel? What is the hardest part about the job? Well, safety is always first. And uh, it's hard to keep safety. It's not hard for me, you know. I know what who is sitting behind my wheel but I don't know who's sitting behind the wheel that's coming yeah. uh, towards me. And or cutting uh, you off. What's cutting me off. <laughs> so uh, the, the roads, we know the roads are always in dangerous. Uh, doesn't matter if it's snow or rain or sunny, it's always is dangerous. So because the loads, uh, the loads are heavy. The road loads are sometimes uneven. The, the the loads are sometimes not properly loaded. The, I mean parts and uh, any general stuff, anything, anyways. So you're always in danger. But the 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 the, the hardest thing in 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 this business is. Uh, Drivers with small vehicles, not not uh, truck drivers. Some truck drivers are, but there's it's not too many, and cops always find them. But uh, small vehicles carrying me off and uh, pushing me, even when I have when I'm with uh, eighty thousand pounds they're still pushing me uphill downhill so everything is hard here in this business nothing is easy it's a minus 40 or plus 40 is the same thing it's uh, you're always in danger always is hard always focus i cannot listen to music when i'm driving because if i listen to music i don't hear my engine if i look on side 
I don't see on a front. So sometimes my friend asking me, did you see me? We met on exit, that, that and that. Well, I don't, I, I, I always pay attention what's in front of me. It's hard to do, to do that, but you know, if you have want to come home alive, you have to do that. That's 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 hard, the hard part, and 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 everything is hard. But it's sometimes some, there's so many things, but you cannot. Sometimes you can't even choose what's what's the hardest. What is yeah. the hardest? Hardest thing is the hard thing. One thing of the things is you know leaving your family at home. You you leaving. You don't know if you're gonna come back. You you don't know you you. And and you 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 can't think of that. You have to think positive, always positive, and you know you're gonna come back. And to pray to God that you're gonna come back. Yeah, always. That's a good point. That's uh, that's definitely a side that uh, you know. Even as as dispatch of the company, it's uh, you know, operation side of thing. Even just thinking about drivers, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know two three in the morning like you know if they don't answer the the phone or you know sometimes if that if the eld or something the location just doesn't match with the with the service so it'll get disconnected for a minute or two and uh you know you always as as somebody that's like a owner of the company and you care about the people that drive your freight and you're just you freak out in that moment you don't know if everything's okay if everything is exactly how it should be um, so that it's, I mean, it's, it's even more for the driver because he's the one that has, you know, 80,000 pounds all together on his, for his, uh, GVW. So it's... Well, here, put this way, uh, you're responsible for everything. Nothing is up to you, but you are responsible for everything. Yeah. You're liable for absolutely everything. Yeah. You know, like, uh, a shipper, they load you late. It yeah. takes too long. The broker asking where is the freight. You're not even loaded or you just been loaded. And then your book is half, half of the time is gone. You have rush hours in front of you. I had a few. You have problem with something. You have to fuel. You have to take a break for lunch you have to there's so many things that you have to do to stay legal to and stay compliant legal and compliant and then uh be on time yeah at the yeah. end of it all still be on time yeah still be on time that's yeah. it's, it's that's that's there like a, that's why i'm saying it's hard to say what's the where is the hardest point but when you put everything together everything is hard you know, you 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 are always running uh, after a time. You're you're always behind. You always have to chasing be on time. Chasing time. <laughs> always. For everything, actually. Yeah, yeah that's true. What about um, uh, how important would it, would you say is uh, preventative maintenance? Looking after your your oil and your tires and uh, your your drive and everything else. You know how how important is it for you? Or uh, how important do you think it should be for every single driver that has a CDL? See, when I talk to my colleague, my friends, my drivers, and I ask them how often you change your oil, he said 12, 13,000 miles or 20,000 kilometers. But see, I change my oil every 12,000 kilometers. And uh, I grease my truck and trailer at least once a month, at least. Beside when it's oil change and I do maintenance, I grease the, 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 the people at the shop. And then in meantime, in between oil changes, I take my, my equipment to, to my mechanic to grease again. And uh, What's, what else is important, important is uh, after every 
uh, load, like every day after you're done for the day, go around your child, open your hood. I do that, open my hood, listen to, to my truck, to my engine, turn it off, listen for air leak, and uh, same thing I do before I go, before I leave. Check my tires, take those 15, 20 minutes. Don't believe, because truck sometimes worked, goes for two months, three months, everything is good. And then you sometimes you start off next day or next, uh, an hour later, it won't start. You have to call uh, uh, towing. Uh, I know I'm lucky I never had that uh, happen uh, till uh, actually I did I did had that uh, last winter yeah with the, just, just with before the, started, it, called, it uh, was a, a starter starter that's yeah then you had to change the, the yeah okay that uh, yeah. trick my starter tricked me they just all of a sudden died that was the only but that's that's a uh, that's maintenance, you know, that's, uh, I was lucky and I, I, I consider myself lucky for do all these years. Uh, uh, I've been in this business for 11 years. I never, never had a uh, bigger, big problem on, on, the, on the road. Uh, I did sleep a couple of times in the win in winter and I had to call uh, towing to, to, to get me out of the ditch. But uh, that was very, that slow one that kind of like I was, I was standing and just my, my truck slipped uh, on side because it was uh, Pure icy, ice. icy. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I did have, I have so many videos that uh, while I was driving, my wife would, uh, sometimes she, when she goes with me, she would uh, uh, make a record the, the roads, how, how ugly roads would be sometime well in winter all the time or over bridges with oh, black ice yeah yeah that's yeah everything a lot of people <laughs> tell me when you say bridges uh, a lot of people are complaining about the the, the, the border you know like they have a problem at the border always pulling they pulling them uh, for secondary inspection or that and that I I, 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 I don't have that problem I when they pulled me over for X-ray, and then that uh, that happened every few months, once every few months. So I I, I understand they, they have their own job. They they have to do that, and, and that's oh, normal. It's, it's a matter of perspective. You, you guys are working together too, right? They're they're trying to keep their borders well, safe. They, so I'm, tr I'm trusted. I'm trusted uh, driver. I'm trusted uh, because of the border. See, I I didn't have to go for interview for last two to renewal for my fast card yeah, they yeah, just send me because I'm, I'm trusted yeah. i mean that's that's really uh, what would what would be your i guess uh for the new drivers that are just getting into over the road international freight canada to us us canada um crossing the border what would be your advice if you had any advice to give what would be oh, your advice just be honest whatever is in truck uh you have to uh how, what do you say like pre out yeah you have to declare declare you have, yeah you have to declare uh, declare wherever you know like uh if you of based off of if you don't you know sometimes you know i if i pick up the trailer that has already seal and, and i i didn't see that 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 what i wasn't there when they were loading i tell them you know According to my paper, that's supposed to be in the trailer. I didn't see them loading them, loading the, the, the freight. So if they pull me over for secondary, it's fine. You know, I have to, they know I'm honest, you know. And then um, if you're carrying fruit and you do know you don't have to because you, you, you don't supposed to because there's signs all over, you, know, you, you have to uh, declare everything. Uh, I don't have a gun. I don't have any 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 weapons i don't carry knife i don't uh take across uh fruit when i need fruit when i cross there i stop at the store and buy fruit if i need to eat 
food if i have food i declare you know like uh, just be honest you know when you're honest you don't have to worry you know they mark you they know if you're honest they're gonna check you 20 50 times and then every time they see you telling them the truth, they're, they're, they're going to leave you alone, but they're going to steal once a while. They're going to pull you. You never know yeah. when. But It's not going to be like some companies It's have, not worth it. Do anything. Yeah. Some companies have mandatory, you know, when they show up at the border, it's like, uh, you know, flashing red lights right away, secondary right away, take it to the warehouse. It's just, um, again, it get, comes well, back down to... Being respectful and honesty and and yeah, again that's up to their company you know, because yeah. if their company they have bad drivers they're hiring the drivers uh, who's dealing with the drugs or uh, or taking drugs yeah, or whatever so the whole company is in, in jeopardy. Yeah, it's yeah that's again not, that's another thing, right? Uh, everything that's involved, the drug and alcohol abuse, taking taking into control that you have to have a controlled substance program for your company to make sure that everybody is tested and quarterly you know be randomly. careful who you're hiring yeah you background hire. checks make Correct. sure you're you're you do all of all of the steps that you have to do through the protocol to get to get to where where you want to be and um i guess another question i would have for you is what kind of trailer type is your favorite to hook onto your trailer Again, going from your regular 53-foot drive van onwards, what would be your favorite and which one do you least like and why? Let's see. I, 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 I don't know. I, I didn't like Vabosh for some reason. I don't know. Uh, my favorite is Utility. Utility, utility trailers, trailers yeah. are, are, I don't know, I sold mine that I had, I, I sold it, uh, I shouldn't have, but uh, uh, I did sell it, I did sell a, a, a trailer. Now I have a Vanguard. Yeah, the one you, the yeah. one you, yeah, Vanguard. Yeah. Vanguard, uh, I like it, it's, it's, uh, it's light and uh, it's durable. Yeah, it's durable, but again, uh, utility was utility durability. It's more durable. It's 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 better better trailer, and uh, I have only experience with dry vans. So for flat, about flatbeds and reefers, I can't talk about that. You know, I have only experience with, with dry vans. Yeah, a lot of. Uh... Just from drivers I've talked to, they say that uh, for the flatbed part, it's it's just uh, sometimes the tarping jobs can be a bit of a bit of a tough one to do, especially in extreme weather conditions. You know, again, when it's cold or hot. Again, either extreme. Again, so. four plus forty Celsius or minus yeah. forty Celsius is the same thing. Yeah. Uh, there's no difference. You know, too hot or too cold, you you're dying there. Uh, I don't know. I cannot say because once I said I will never be a truck driver, so I'm not gonna say I'm, I'm, I will never do the, yeah. the flatbed or reefer or something. Yeah, yeah. or reefer. I don't know. I don't do reefer for other reasons, but reefer is, is. I don't know. You have to be in that field to see the the, the crop. You know, like yeah. you then you you. You know, sometimes I say I don't I, I, I don't like this food, but when I try it, it's not bad. Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's every job is like different. Sometimes you think you, you would never do this, but when you try, oh, you know what? I never made more money than in trucking. Yeah. But I said I I will never do this in my life. Then. Well, guess what? <laughs> you made a career out of it. <laughs> of course, yeah. Like uh, I'm. Uh, so uh, I thought in the beginning when I kind of I, uh, I can't even say I push you in you know like I I know in the beginning because you're in different field if you, you your your degree is uh, is not in this field it's like biology and psychology has nothing to do with this yeah. but when I put you in this business I I could tell you didn't like it but 
when you saw well, it was it was very when you saw that you can make more money uh doing this than being a doctor yeah it's you you get you get uh you get into a situation where like i was used to you know critical thinking to a sense that you know you collaborate with people you talk professionally slowly like it's very it's a nice conversation just like you and i are having right now just nice and and then and when you get into the truck and where the fuck is my truck you know mm. who the fuck booked this guy give me this give me that oh you're too high yeah. oh you're too low yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah, of stuff yeah, that's so then thing. the first day when you experience that you're like fuck this i don't want to do this this is crazy like why are people degrading me this is not what i signed up for how you know, many it's... phone calls you tell me now i'm gonna ask you a question how many how many phone calls you got from uh, sh- from the shipper who is this guy? Like this, this I'm, I, I, and and uh, for in percentage, for how many uh, lines I was preferred carrier? I I, I don't know. Oh. It's too many. Like, like just, almost every I line I uh, lane I I was doing I was preferred carrier. Remember at the at the for for Saint Clair. Uh, that little means or. Fisher, uh, yeah. Fisher Dynamics, yeah. Uh, when the guy, guys, I, I even offered, okay, I'll have somebody else doing. He says, no, I want you. So yeah. I was preferred carrier for, uh, I'll, I'll say 90% of my of my customers, I, had, I was preferred carrier. So just because I never get upset over anything. You know, I do get upset, but they don't know. They don't see me. I always, I'm always nice. He's always right. The customer is always right. I've been in restaurant business for so many years before this, all, uh, before all this. Yeah. Because in Alberta, when we used to live there, I, I owned, uh, I was working in a restaurant and I owned my, uh, the, the pizza place. So, and before I moved to Canada, I was, I was in, 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 in restaurant business. So, uh, I know how to work with customers. Our customer is always right, you know. Like it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, and I mean it. I mean it. I'm not saying like he's right, but then he's not right. No, no, he's always right. He brings, he spend money at, with you at your place, giving your your opportunity, giving you business. So he's right. Yeah, you know, you promise him something. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, after after a while, as as we got established and people got to know our name and stuff and our brand, it got easier for me because people saw the value that we brought, and I got a lot more comfortable having a relationship with people that uh, you know because of the nature of the business had to develop a tough skin in the business, and likewise, I had to do the same. You know, you know whether. Now as a broker as well, you know, for for the past you know, long time already also, um, talking with uh, carriers and talking with shippers and then from the trucking side of things, talking with brokers and talking with shippers about uh, potential freight opportunities, whether it's spot market or dedicated capacity freight, um, volume freight, whatever the case may be, you just have to develop a tough skin. You have to have a tough skin in the business. Otherwise, it's going to be uh, very, very difficult to uh, sustain, to be, uh, you know, you, you got you to gotta wake up every morning and know you got to have a clear head to be able to do this job and, and do it properly. Um, and uh, what about... Um, what about your mode of transportation? Do you Do you prefer expedite one pick one drop fast get it on deliver it or do you like the distribution centers and and going in there waiting a few hours to get offloaded well see i hate i hate distribution centers <laughs> going there i hate that you know like it's for me it's uh, because uh i'm not that type of guys who sit in the in the lay in the bed and and i don't smoke i don't drink i don't uh, like for me, sit for a few hours, it's it's uh, killing me. But you know, when I come to the even to the shipper, uh, when I do expedite, when I come and I have to wait five six hours, I don't mind because that that's that's not happen every time. That's you know like it's okay, I'll wait. But uh, to go to 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 distribution center and wait for eight hours and then then they they load you for for four hours. What are you where are you gonna go? No, I don't. I don't prefer that. I don't like that. 
I like expedite. I don't I don't mind when a customer calling me at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. You already I have expedite, it's hot load, you know, I go, I have no problem with that, but I have a problem with uh, going to the to the distribution center and wait. I have to be honest, you know, for me, I build this business on 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 on, on expedite and mm. I do only expedites. Well, I do other stuff, but uh, expedite is ninety uh, percent of my business. For sure, for sure. And um, I guess another question would be, just as a whole speaking. Um, what what do you do to remain as healthy as possible as a truck driver physically physically well <laughs> you should show them then my backyard and yes. then because uh, i have a quarter of uh, of acre more than a quarter more, more than a quarter a garden just a oh, garden yes yes just a garden more than like uh, about a quarter of acre that's true uh I always find something to do after 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 my work or if I don't have work. And then if I am at load, loading at the shipper and they tell me, okay, you have, you'll be loaded in about two hours. So I leave my truck and I walk around and uh, I'm always active. I keep myself active and then uh, you saw me today running, I am 54 and uh, I can beat you on 100 meters. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but close, close, I don't know. It could, it could be a close second. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, well. What about um, on the other side of the scale? Um, what about when you're looking at, when you're driving in Canada, what would be your favorite of course, I understand Bosnian food, just like for me, is number one. It'll, it'll always be number one. But what would be your second place as a truck driver when you don't have your Bosnian food with you? Where do you like to stop and, and grab something to eat? And what that would be, what you would prefer. In Canada, what, what is the name of the place or establishment that you would like to stop and, 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 and buy something? Uh, it's hard to say because usually I don't, I don't eat it out. You yeah. know that I eat always at home, but if I, if I do, I always uh, subways my favorite. Okay. So now sub, what about in the U.S.? What would be in the still US? Subway. still subway? Still subway because you know I I I, uh, I I'm trying to eat healthy and so a subway I think is for a truck driver. As close you think it's as, uh, uh, you know like uh, just try to say to, to take less uh, sauces yeah. marinades you know like uh, pepper and salt is good and you take on it and just a little bit salt not too much and, and vegetable vegetable and, and chicken perfect perfect and uh, another kind of drink food related question in Canada, what place do you like to get your coffee when you're on the go, just quick pit stop to get fuel or something? What what establishment would be See, coffee if, wise? If, if Starbucks is in in in, in my uh, proximity, it, close. Yeah, yeah uh, I would. I always prefer uh, Starbucks mm -hmm. or US? Tim Hortons. What about U.S.? Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Starbucks, Starbucks is number one, and then Tim Hortons. I like Tim Hortons as well, but uh, I like strong coffee. That's why I prefer I put uh, Starbucks in first place. And uh, another question um, would be: out of uh, out of all the different metro areas you visited, so Detroit, Chicago, um, Toronto, everywhere in general in North America. Which which metro area do you like the most in terms of um, the the flow of traffic, like the 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 ability of the traffic to move the way it should, and then which one do you not like so much because the traffic is horrendous, North America wise, uh, yeah, see, all the places you've been for you personally. I don't like Chicago and I don't like Atlanta. Okay, those two. 
<laughs> and uh, probably Atlanta's worst. Though. Atlanta is worse, yes. But uh, I had more experience in Chicago. Chicago is bad too. Toronto is it's not so bad. Yeah. Sometimes it's slow, but still, still, uh, traffic is flowing. It's 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 still still okay, and you have a, a way to go around in mm -hmm. Toronto. And uh, I, I I'll put uh, Toronto uh, in positive way as okay. a good. Uh, metro area okay. and uh, Chicago and Atlanta is that's that's where I got stuck always if I go there I got stuck okay and uh, another question um, so you're going you know 60 miles an hour on the highway and um, an animal runs in front of you on the road what would you rather hit uh, elk moose or deer <laughs> Well, I don't. I, I, I or would you to, would you rather not to hit any? I never hit anything. Yeah. And, uh, I, even even skunk. I never. Hit. I was That's lucky. Good. I was lucky. I had uh, I had a few situations actually two that I can remember where deer jump right in front of me. Uh, one time, I missed it. I didn't see it because I was so close. I was so fast. And uh, second second time was uh, I stopped. I stopped right like a, like a two feet before before i hit it uh on the highway well, by slam my my brakes was was smoke everywhere <clears throat> yeah but you know like I, I i i always look as far as i could ahead mm -hmm. so that i have time to to stop that's why People don't understand and don't, that sometimes they don't believe me when I said I don't, I never got ticket in these 11 years. I never had even parking ticket. Mm -hmm. Why? So because I'm always with limit, driving with limit, uh, driving uh, according to, to, to the weather. I always drive with weather. If mm -hmm. weather is bad, I cannot go with limit. Yeah. <clears throat> And um, no, that's that's good. Um, I think that's that's the right way to approach it. Um, I guess uh, an, another question would be just uh, from a logistics perspective, um, you know, what you should carry uh, in your drive-in in addition to obviously the drive-in, like in terms of load bars and and the logistics logistics material what how many load bars do you suggest the driver have in his with him at all See, times i always and have straps of course i have always 20 straps in my bunker mm -hmm. and i have three load bars behind my truck mm -hmm. in uh in i have uh, i build my own uh patent to secure those uh load bars mm -hmm. But I always have 20 uh, logistics straps. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't have, I supposed to have a few uh, blankets as well, but I don't, I don't prefer carrying that stuff where they need 100 blankets. Yeah. So I don't yeah. do that. <laughs> uh, so that's why, but uh, straps, that's, you have to have straps. You have to have uh, first aid for sure. You have to have, besides first aid, you have to have your own first aid as mm -hmm. well. You know, like always have uh, food in your truck, snacks in your truck, because you never know if you're gonna get get stuck. Especially people coming from south up north, they they don't know this weather. You know, like they 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 sometimes. In Ontario, the road is closed for two, three days yeah. because of snow. So you have to be ready for that. Always have food, especially winter time. You know, like it's, you don't have to keep it in your in your fridge or anything. Like uh, always have food, anyways, mm -hmm. and water because you never know what's gonna happen. And uh, if some maybe somebody else needs help, you know. Remember when like. Uh, I've saved a couple of times, saved people. They needed food, they needed water, they needed my 
first aid. So it's because of you and because of your colleague drivers. Yeah, yeah. So that that would be a good suggestion. And always have some spare spare parts, you know, like uh, hoses and. Uh, would hoses be number one, or what? What would be? What would be? Well, the, the fittings are number one, and, and hoses. But mm -hmm. the fittings are number one. Fittings are, are like, you know, like if you have air leak, and you, in, in in ninety percent of the of time you can you can fix on your own uh, air leak mm -hmm. uh, because uh, you have you have to have just all different look your 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 what size and what type of uh, fittings you your truck use mm -hmm. by set of those different uh, fittings and then, then that will save you will save pro maybe somebody else will 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 pass your friend on, on the highway uh, with air leak and you may help him mm. if, if you it's better if you don't need it but it's it's good to have okay and um what about um make sure air the, the, the fuel tank is always at least half <laughs> yes fuel is uh very important and um i guess uh i, I have a question regarding your favorite type of truck not type of truck but your favorite uh make of truck what what company does it good before what they did and now what company is good now what would you what would you what would you say see my experience with Volvo, I would never suggest anything else. Yeah. So my yeah, experience been, with Volvo, lucky. Uh, in 11 years, I never had breakdown, even yeah. one. Yeah. Except, uh, okay, you need tires, you need brakes, you need uh, alternator, you need, okay, that's, but uh, as an with like an engine, I'm talking about engine, run running, uh, Volvo, I don't know. I, 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 I don't have experience with other trucks. I know a lot of people like Freightliner, a lot of people like uh, Kenworth, a lot of people, you know, like uh, all depends what, what experience you have with. But uh, I have experience with Volvo, never let me down. So I, if I'm buying, if I, if I have to buy now 10 trucks, I will buy all 10 Volvo. Okay. Um, what about, um... What about Max? What do you think about Max? Mac. Mac truck. I don't know. I have a friend. He's driving Mac for a long time and he said it's a good truck. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've, I've, only had, I've only had experience moving shipments and stuff. Mac shipments like Volvo Mac shipments. Well, see, like that, he but... had the truck. We had a Mac for a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, before that he had the Freightliner. And when he, then he bought Mac, and he's saying he would buy Mac again. Mm -hmm. So that means it's good. Then the new ones look really nice. They look really yeah. nice. But uh, I don't know. Volvo uh, is they have good seats. They're comfortable. They have nice uh, sleeping areas. They're quiet when you're driving. And. Uh, well, I I drove I drove Kenworth, I drove uh, Freightliner. In Freightliner, I didn't like the seats and uh, noise. Uh, Kenworth, uh, it was noisy as well. And uh, I don't know Volvo. I, I I drove few different Volvos. Always nice and quiet. Perfect. Some people they have bad experience with Volvo, and I understand if they don't mm -hmm. like it. But uh, me, I'm I'm saying from my perspective. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess just uh, before we wrap things up, I guess uh, I, I have a question regarding ad your advice for. So we always talk about, especially this year so far. You know, in the beginning it was uh, you know a lot of brokers restricting rates to carriers, keeping rates the same to shippers, taking a, a big piece of the pie for themselves. Likewise, now what's happening is there's this it's time attitude where carriers are now really gouging brokers big time. And, you know, like I said, offering to Texas, to Massachusetts for nine, ten thousand dollars 
you know minimum like uh, no no matter what company you go with so i guess my my question would be what advice would you have for uh for brokers um in terms of when dealing with carriers and and when a carrier says they need you know 250 a mile or three dollars a mile what what why do they say that and and how to how to build that relationship let's see the problem with brokers they say you want story to the to the shipper when they want their freight and then they're, they're telling different story to the to the carriers and i understand everybody wants to make money but uh, if you're taking load for charging cheaper for like five dollar per mile just example and giving me uh, a dollar offering me a dollar that's not fair uh, I used to you remember my my in 2013-14 average was seven eight dollar that wasn't fair even but everybody was doing so why 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 not take advantage if, if you can but uh, these days they're not the, the brokers are not honest they're not they're, 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 they want get rich overnight they're offering so little so some, somebody got smart and says okay well now when you take all shipments uh, from the small companies you took all business sign the contract with shippers so now we're gonna take take care of you we're gonna we want ten thousand dollars from from Laredo to Massachusetts and then uh, you think what you're gonna do if they're fair and they say okay you you get two dollars from Laredo and you will get two dollars from Massachusetts back Okay, everybody would, would do, do that, no problem. And I agree, you know, two dollars is fair, two two fifty. But if if you can if you can't, you know, you, you have to take care of, of, of shippers too, because you know they're losing money. Uh, if you, to be honest, two dollars, you can make good living, yeah. two dollar per mile, you know, and still keep maintenance, keep truck in good condition, buy a truck. It just you have to have will to work. Yeah. and then uh, two dollars is, is good and enough but brokers are not honest maybe not all of them but uh, most of them they're not honest they take uh, especially big companies they they took all business from small carriers and then <laughs> take you out <coughs> they well take you out of course uh, coyote yeah you know yeah. they want uh, they want uh, everything for like uh, one guy from from uh, coyote he asked me why do you want 1500 uh, for uh, for 300 miles like what kind of question is that why do i want 300 and you want me to go 200 miles empty to pick up to yeah. pick up and then go 300 miles yeah and then come empty and from then, up yeah. there for sure, guaranteed. And I'm explaining, yeah. okay, I, I, I will help you. I will take care of, of, the, of that business, of that load, no, no worries. But I want to, I want to be paid. Mm -hmm. But he's asking me, why do you want, okay, you, you forgot that I have to go, I told you I have to go 200, uh, that, that head, 100 miles. I anyways, the uh, answer to your question is, is I think that the brokers are a little, little too fussy, and I think that drivers down south they got a little bit, they got smarter now. They they gonna fix that, of course. They know they're gonna keep a ten thousand dollar because, uh, and a lot of them they're gonna go bankrupt, uh, and they want now at least okay. If I have to go bankrupt, and you want me to work before I go to bank, if I go before I go I bankrupt, okay, give me ten thousand dollar. And I'll do that. Yeah, that's all. No problem. But uh, uh, that will go come down to to, to fair price, where uh, it used to be. That's a, if you go from Toronto 
to to Laredo, that's 1800 miles you know people will will go will do that for 250 or or two dollar down or, or three dollar and three dollars back so uh, that used to be that way yeah but uh, to go dollar down and go dollar back it's no nobody gonna do it you, you can, can do it a couple of times but you're done no you're you done, have man, first break know. breakdown with yeah. your truck you're done you're toasted and you, you cannot you, like you have to be able to do maintenance while you're feeding your family yeah. you know uh when it comes to the to the to, to that to choose what you're gonna do first of course you're gonna feed your family with money you have but if you don't you can feed your family for a month and then later if you didn't fix your truck yeah what are you gonna do ne for next month so yeah. we have to be honest and okay let's everybody will do it for like two dollar per mile 250 all depends on 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 expedite of course always more more money but if it's regular lane okay two dollars it's fair everybody is everybody will survive you know yeah. it's cheaper broker and carrier for sure and i mm -hmm. i agree with that wholeheartedly even with uh, operating <coughs> costs and everything else you know obviously adjust for fuel as as fuel is uh gets more expensive you slightly adjust to make sure that that's taken care of and i think uh we can coexist and i guess for for the for the last question um again we're, we're an hour into this would be uh technology wise um do you think uh, that freight technology is is the next decade do you think that's the next big thing definitely definitely like uh i'm I feel like uh, there will be no job for me. <laughs> I would just be honest because I am not uh, very good with computers. Actually, I'm I'm lucky. On the other hand, you know, I have two boys who is uh, thanks God like uh, uh, professionals with that. They 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 will do it for me, but. Uh, Definitely, it's you know like technology is uh, is is a future. There's like we we can forget now on everything what's what happened till now. Yeah. That's past. If you're gonna look behind and uh, let that time to chase you, uh, it's not gonna happen. <clears throat> you have to just forget what whatever happened till uh, till this uh, Corona things. Because that too, yeah, yeah that's for sure. That's, but, that's changed everything, really. You know, you'll see what's uh, what was this all about uh, in next couple of years. Uh, for now, we still think that's you know that's that's what is it. But you'll see later. Uh, I'm old school. Mm -hmm. This school uh, uh, it's not it's not work, working anymore this school is only for me but uh, i use i still use it because uh, uh, i can't i don't have anything better than that uh, except you and uh, venice but uh, this technology uh, is something that i can't even understand this i can i i i can imagine in my in my in my head because i see what's what happening it's happening like uh, everything will be computerized and robotized uh, lots of drivers truck drivers won't have a job they they <laughs> will be no needed yeah, I think, uh, well, I know that uh, over in the Western states, there's still some, you know, there's autonomous trucking lanes that are being tested out, uh, you know, Arizona and, and whatever else, California, and I believe Texas as well is doing some things. So I think out there, yeah, it's already kind of taken hold. There's certain lanes that are already kind of uh, autonomous driving vehicles are taking over, but that, I think that's a little bit further ahead. But for now, I think it's, it's mainly that... Uh, it's better catch on time yeah because uh, you just go uh follow tesla and you will know will you will never make mistake just take 
everything Tesla, Tesla, because everything gonna be Tesla. Yeah. Everything from now on, you'll see everything will be Tesla. Potentially, yeah. I mean, that's their 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 valuations and everything else seem to be going up overnight all the time. So we'll see. But uh, you'll see you in this more than me, and you you, you know every day you you you're, you're you're seeing new stuff, and uh, especially with technology, you see what's going on. You're trying to ex sometimes to explain to me, and then I go to 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 bed, and then. And I have, my head is so, so so big, get so big because of headache, thinking like how that is possible overnight, but it is possible, and then we have to agree with that and take that as a as a as a as a real, and that's it. Go with that, live with that. You can't you can't change it. You know, there's somebody else who's uh, who's uh, steering us. So yeah. just. Wherever they turn, you go that way. You turn with them. That's yeah. it. All right. Well, you know, that's really all the questions I had for you. Um, I'm really happy you okay. decided to do this. I'm, I'm glad if I had, if, if I could answer. I'm, I'm happy. Satisfied. Thank you very much. And um, hopefully, uh, hopefully the people that get a chance to watch this or listen to this uh, found something out of this insightful. And uh, we'll keep it going with these podcasts as, as time permits. And um, that's uh, it. Any final words? No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. For, this is my first interview in, 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 in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope yeah. I did good. No, it was and, good. Uh, my, it was my, good. If, if, if you guys can understand some of my words, try to read between lines. Because my English is still uh, a big accent. And then... I'm good. I can understand pretty good. I mean, I can, I can understand. I, I get, I get to see accents ranging from A to Z, A to Z, you know, I mean, all the time, every single day. So I'm, I'm good with the accents, but again, thank you very much. And, um, it was a pleasure speaking with you. <laughs> okay. Son. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk again and again. Thank you very much. Anybody that has gotten a chance to watch, listen or learn, or just kind of take it in. And, uh, we'll, uh, We'll be in touch again as this uh, podcast develops into something potentially one day bigger. So, again, thank you. And uh, everyone have a great Sunday evening. And uh, cheers from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Bye-bye.